0: at you right now I'm live on Block Talk Radio I'm also simulcasting again but it's this time it's not on plenty of fish this time it's on uh, Facebook Live so if you're on Facebook Live and you're seeing this uh, drop pop on in pop on into my live stream drop a comment I will actually read comments on the air during this show and um, look at that if you have any questions or anything just uh, pop them up not sure if you could do the whole dual um, or dual comment but if you want to call into my show, wait, wait, hang on. Let me get some. Let me get some right here because there we go. And let me pull this down here. Sorry, let me just make a couple of last minute adjustments here before I so I can so I can make sure my visibility is, is good. Okay, cool. Well, if you want to call into the show, uh, it's area code 563-999-3596. 563-999-3596. Welcome to the. Welcome to the ABC podcast, where I take modern dating and disembowel it for your entertainment. Now, over the past couple of days, and this is kind of one of, I want to get at this today, because I, I was roped into something that I didn't want to be a part of, but um, okay, whatever. This whole divestment movement, I'm about to put an end to this, okay, because again, and if, you're if you're a black if you're a black man out there, if you're a white man out there, you're going to want to listen to this if you're a black woman divester out there and you have to take umbrage of what I say, I don't give it down, but you can call me anyway and and tell me what's on your mind, but I'm about to end this because again it's ridiculous, it really is because you have a bunch of delusional women out there who think that for some reason they're Somewhere they're higher than what they are. They're they're in a higher status than what they really are. And I don't know. If, I don't know if it's because they. I don't know if because people lie to them all their lives. I don't know if it's because it's just some. It's something that that they somehow came into belief all of a sudden. But I'm gonna put this up. But it's ridiculous and it's it's built on a base of lies, and it's a trick because. And I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna get into this in a bit. I mean, it's a trip, because when I got roped into this fight, um, wait, let me see that okay. When I got roped into this fight, I got roped into this fight because the person and I saw it, and she subsequently quickly blocked me. Which okay, good, whatever. But I could I know I saw the things that she was posting, but the things that she was posting, the things that she was posting was untrue. It was factually demonstrably untrue, and I had to fact check her at every turn. And she got she ultimately got so bad at me, she ended up blocking me for fact checking. But this is what this show is going to be. This show is going to be called a guest. No, I'm not calling a guest. No, no. I don't know why my BTR is doing this, but it's doing this one thing. Um, I need to put it into these lies because, again, you can't lie around me and have me not fact-check you. So this is what this show is going to be. This show is going to be one big fact-check on the so-called divestment movement. And, again, I'm going to put it into this. So I've seen, I've watched the YouTubes about people who want to who call themselves refuting the divestment movement, things like that. There, there are a bunch of videos on YouTube about that, too. But what I noticed was that there wasn't a whole lot of data. It was a bunch of talking points, and I get it. The points were stipulated, yes, but there, the data wasn't there. Nobody threw out the data. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw out the numbers. I'm going to throw out the numbers. I'm going to throw out the data. I'm going to throw out the facts. And with the fact, and if you're on my blog talk radio now and go just look at the show notes and I've only got three links this time, usually I have a, like a bunch of links well not using that lately, but before when I did the political thing, I just put a bunch of links I' always link to my sources or you know, if I say something and it's source i'll always link to the sources in the show notes, so the show notes' like a bibliography go to the show notes because the show notes has it all, and this is where i'm the show notes is what i'm I'm gonna go off of because again to and this is how flimsy the divestment movement is. The divestment movement is so flimsy that you can literally destroy it with three with three talking points. All right, with three with three points. That's it. You you thought these three points and you will kill any narrative that the divestment movement comes with. So, I'm going to we're going to we're going to get into that. I'm also going to do the thing where where I go through the cleaning of fish profiles again, um, and give you the good, the bad, and the ugly about the ones that I find. I haven't, I haven't signed in yet. But again, that's just something I like doing because I kind of like critiquing these profiles. Because if you're on one of these dating sites and you have a profile and you're wondering why you're not why you're not getting any responses or anything, probably because you're a divester. But um, if if you're wondering why, you know, stick around and when I analyze some of these profiles, maybe you maybe you'll spot a mistake or something that you made on your profile that maybe if you correct it, you'll get more. You'll get more. Um, you get more responses, right? That's it. So this is what I want to do today. But first, um, I want to go into a read. Well, I want to go into a couple of things. Um, first of all, uh, First Lady Rosalind Carter died. Sorry to hear that, but you know, um, she, she was old. She was ninety-six, and yes, you know, she was the First Lady. Jimmy Carter's probably not too, not too much further, because you know married couples, especially when you've been together for 77 years, you know, how do you live without, how do you live without your spouse at that point? So, but yeah, um, first lady, Carl, first lady, Roswell, I know I'm a conservative and I'm pseudo eulogizing a liberal, but I always said, and even when I caught some hell because when RBG died and I said, um, I pray, you No, know, I pray for the family because any death regardless of if, if you're a liberal or conservative or middle of the world, libertarian, whatever, if, any deficit, okay, any death, anybody, anytime somebody dies, it's kind of a bittersweet moment. I always kind of say a prayer for myself. It doesn't matter who you are. This That's just what I do. Uh, Some people don't agree with it. Okay, fine, but it's, still, it's, it's what I do, all right? So leave me alone about it. Um, so First Lady Rosalind Carter, uh, I know Jimmy was in office when I was born. You only know, spent four years just like our current uh, liberal liberal president's only going to spend four years and it's, it's but still it's it's going to be a repeat of seventy six to eighty between seventy six and ninety what's gonna come in the near future but anyway i just i, I just want to say I just want to throw that out there that's one okay number two I want to and when I was when I was sourcing the when I was sourcing the material for this show, something jumped out at me, and it speaks to what I, it speaks to why I think the Democrats were so. And I I know this is a dating show, but you know me I'm political. My the, the first few shows in this podcast are political, and I kind of switched it to dating because it's more what because it's what I'm more comfortable talking about. But I saw something that kind of piqued my interest. And I'm like, hey, maybe this is the reason why the Democrats were so hard up to bring COVID to America and shut everything down. Because we had a president who had things moving. Despite what you think about him, you must realize now more than ever that he had things moving. He had the economy going where it needed to go. He had money in your pocket. You had spending power. You had wage earning power. You had all of this stuff, right? And then what happened? He COVID came. They convinced him to do the two weeks to stop the spread. And he said, Okay, we're gonna shut down for two weeks. After two weeks it's gonna open back up, we'll get back to what we were doing because we can't spend too much time off the job, right? So what happened? We spent two weeks and then the Democrats and Democrats everywhere, it doesn't matter if they were mayors, governors, whatever, Democrats everywhere kept it shut kept the economy shut down despite the president pleading for them to open up their economies. Florida opened up, Texas opened up, Iowa opened up all these other red states opened up, and they did phenomenally well where Democrats kept their states locked down, put people out of out of jobs. Those are the facts those aren't up for dispute um you, you'll just do just look up the stories you'll see it, but that's exactly what happened. but I found these stats while searching material for the show that I 'm about to do, and it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Because when I saw it, I immediately thought, "Oh, huh, this is, yeah, this is." So I saw I saw the number on Statista, and it says number of black black families this is Statista.com, and I'm going to link to it in the show notes when I'm done with this. show. I didn't put it in the show notes yet, but when I'm done with this show, I'm going to go back edit the show notes. And I'm gonna put I'm gonna drop this in here because they need to see this. But from Let's see. Two. Well, let's see. Let's take Obama, right now. George Bush came in. Let me try to expand these stats, right there. We go. Cool. Now, George Bush came in in two thousand. In two thousand, there were one million three hundred thousand um, single black single mothers, right? And yeah, number of black families are a single mother in the United States who live below the poverty level. That's that's the thing. Who live below the who live below the poverty level in that? Now. In two thousand when Bush took over, there were one million three hundred thousand families single mom led families, black single mother led families that or single mother led black families that were living below poverty. Poverty level, right? So hell of a lot. And this these stats are actually gonna become pretty important again later in the show when I talk about when I go into divestment. But so between 2003, let's see, 2004 was when he was elected. In, in 2004, it was 1,503,000. So there was kind of an increase, right? of in 2004. In 2008, let's see, 2005, to one million four hundred and eight one 1,486,000 and change. Um, 2006, 1,484,000. So it didn't really move. 2000, let's see, 2006, 2007. It jumped to one thousand one million five hundred forty-four thousand. have changed. And two thousand eight, Obama took over, right? Because Obama was elected in 08. and oh nine is when he took when he took office. In oh eight, it was one thousand one million five hundred and looks like forty-eight thousand. And then in two thousand nine, after Obama took over, there wasn't really a move. It was one thousand five hundred and twenty-four. And then something interesting happens in the Obama years. It jumps from one million five hundred one million five hundred twenty four thousand to one million six hundred ninety eight thousand. A big jump, a big jump in a year. Two thousand eleven, it didn't really move. One million six hundred ninety three thousand. Two thousand twelve, there was a little, there's a slight drop, and it was one million six hundred twenty four thousand, but still over what what still over what the Bush years was um, by about a hundred thousand or so. Um. 2013, we see 1,596. 2014, 1, 1, 500, yeah, 1,596,000. So it didn't really jump, it didn't really move between 2013 2014. Still above the Bush years. 2015, there was a decline and it was 400 and... 87,000 2000 that was 2015 2016 uh Trump gets elected in October of 2000 no I mean in November 2016 at that point there was no movement in 2016 I mean yeah 2016 actually there was a movement it dropped to 1,392,000 all right every year in the Trump years starting from 2017 uh why Okay, I'm oh, sorry, the thing just scrolled on me for some reason. Uh, 2017, 1,309,000. 1, 2018, 1,187,000. Uh, 2019, 1,134,000. You see what's going on? Every year in the Trump administration is dropping. It's, he is the only one, Trump is the only president in a while that has seen a uh, uh, year-over-year decline. And the number of single motherhoods living at or below the poverty level. Now, you have to ask yourself. COVID nineteen came in. So you have to ask yourself, why is it that the Democrats needed COVID and needed these lockdowns so bad? Well think about think about this, all right? Who which demographic has been stalwarts for the Democrats for the last six six or so, six or seven decades, right? It has been the single black mother, stalwart, I mean, voting 90, 95, 98 plus percent for the Democrat Party election after election after election. Well, what happened? Trump came, and despite all of the Democrats blathering about hope and change and all this stuff, you're saying that, you're, you're saying that it didn't really move under Obama except for a little bit. But under Trump, the number of, the, the number of black single mothers that were living in poverty was, de- was on the steady decline. So, of course, in order to save face, you would have to do something monumental to put an end to that. And I think that's what COVID was. I think COVID was their last-ditch effort to keep that constituency. Because if those numbers had kept declining, it kept declining. The Democrats would have lost the single black mother to to Donald Trump and the Republicans, and that would have been cataclysmic for the Democrats, and they couldn't have that. So what they did was they they kept everything locked down, made sure that black single mothers were, once again, thrust back into poverty so that they can keep the hold, so that the Democrats can keep the hold on those votes. Um, Let's see. Let's get back to that, um, because in 2019, 2019, 2020, it jumped to one million one hundred nine from one million one hundred thirty-four to one million one hundred ninety-six, and then it jumped again in 2021 um, to one million two hundred fifty thousand. So you see what happens, and then they came in with their hope and change BS again, and black women ended up voting for Joe Biden to try to get you know, to try to get out of the mic. So you see, you you see what happened. So that's, that's what I think COVID was. That's that's literally what I think COVID was. Anyway, I'm going to take a break. And then when I come back, I'm going to take a break, get a drink, get my glasses, because I'm going to need to see for this. And then um, I'm going to get into the lesson of the day, which is putting an end to this divestment garbage. Because again, this is—it's one of those things where
1: we literally
0: need to—we literally need to call it out with facts and data, and not just talking points. So let's get the facts out there. Let's get the data out there, and we'll—and we'll kill it that way. All right. All right. You're listening to the ABC podcast on Bar Talk Radio.
2: Hey, let's take a minute and meet Clark Kent. You're a Superman. Chief, believe me, you're in for a treat just as soon as Jimmy gets back here. Great Caesar's ghost, what's holding him up? You know I can't work without a good breakfast. Chief, Jimmy's bringing a box of Kellogg's sugar smacks. All the more reason for hurrying. Confound it, that boy knows I like those new sugar smacks. And he knows I do, too. that's a cinch. Well, here I am. Young man, if you spill those new sugar smacks, you're fired. Golly, Chief, I hadn't opened up the box
1: yet. But I'm going to now.
2: Well, I guess we all agree on Sugar Smacks. Right. Folks, don't wait. Get Kellogg's new Sugar Smacks. They're better than ever. Puffs of wheat, sugar toasted, and candy sweet. You bet. Just get Kellogg's Sugar Smacks, brand new. A Northwest Mountie, and he's been trailing this desperate character for three years. And I'm tired. Well, it's him or me. Uh-oh. He's got an aching head, an upset stomach, and an empty gun.
3: What you need is some Alka-Seltzer. You know what they always say.
2: Yeah, a Maori always gets
1: his man.
3: Oh, no. I mean about Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just a swallow away. Well... They always say, relief is just a swallow away.
2: Bless that relief-giving Alka-Seltzer.
3: For that headache and upset feeling, take Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just a swallow away.
2: Hi, kids. Look at some delicious magic with the extra-good chocolate-flavored syrup. Bosco. Now watch. Take ice cream, spoon on extra rich, extra thick, extra chocolatey Bosco syrup. There's the best chocolate flavor you ever tasted. More Bosco magic. Cake, ice cream, topped with extra thick, extra chocolatey Bosco syrup. Try it. Bosco also makes milk chocolatey delicious. Tell mom to get Bosco chocolate flavored syrup for you. Sing out.
3: I love Basco. It's rich in chocolate tea. Chocolate flavoured Basco is mighty good for me. Mama puts it in my milk for extra energy. Basco gives me iron and sunshine vitamin D. Oh, I love Basco. That's the drink for me. I'm a spaceman. The moon, and sun, and all the stars are great big Tootsie I'm a princess. Yes, my lord, it's a party tonight. We'll have Tootsie Roll Pops. All the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good. Triple good. And do you know why? Sure, because one, there's good-tasting hard candy outside. And two, there's a delicious center of Tootsie Roll inside. And three, only Tootsie Roll pops is said fun to eat. That's why they're triple good. And don't forget Tootsie Roll Pops come in a party pack too. Ten pops in assorted flavors. There's a game on the back that's lots of fun to do. All of the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good. Triple good. You'll love Tootsie Roll Pops.
2: Hi, I'm Mike Wallace with a sensational shortening discovery for better baking and frying. It's Procter & Gamble's Golden Fluffle, the first all-new shortening in 40 years. It's rich. Its color is golden yellow. And what a pie it makes. Richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing. But let's hear what Mrs. Felna Styra, Indiana State Fair baking champion, had to say about fluffo.
3: I love fluffo. It makes such a golden brown pie. Oh,
2: man, that's some apple pie.
3: Well, Mr. Wallace, that's a prettier pie than I ever baked with plain white shortening. And look how flaky it is. This yellow fluffo is such a short shortening. Makes pie crust so rich.
2: Like cooking champions, get richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing results in everything you bake or fry. Get golden fluffo. You.
3: Big. It's my pick, filling of cream. Dessert time, tea time. Don't miss
1: Swiss. As
2: the man around here, you can quote me on this. Yoo hoo, yoo Yoo-hoo. It's Swiss cream sandwich. Oh hoo, Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. and yoo hoo, Yoo-hoo. A truly different cream sandwich. Swiss cream sandwich, baked by Nabisco the luscious creamy fillings in a class by itself. No other like it. And these tempting vanilla cookies are so light, they melt in your mouth.
4: you hoo hoo
2: it's Swiss Cream Sandwich.
4: For you hoo hoo and you hoo hoo Yoo-hoo. Swiss Cream Sandwich.
2: Say, it's time for a favorite dance team, so let's look. <laughs> matches and a pack of old gold cigarettes. That's all you need, my friend. And you're enjoying the smoothest, mildest, tastiest cigarette ever created. A treat instead of a treatment. That's old gold cigarettes. Made by tobacco men, not medicine men. to give you the cigarette that treats you better in every way. Because in every way, it's a better cigarette. Good, huh? Yes, for a treat instead of a treatment. Get a pack or get a carton of old gold cigarettes. Right now, this is Dennis
1: James reminding you to keep smoking old gold cigarettes. Thanks. Attention. To help carry on our important work, I want you to join the Secret Squadron and wear this official badge and have this secret decoder. Following each week's adventure, I'll send an important secret message. And only Secret Squadron members who have decoders can decode them. Also, later I'll tell you the simple rules for joining the Secret Squadron. But you must promise to do as I do. Keep yourself healthy and mentally alert. And drink Ovaltine every day. It's the official drink of the Secret Squadron. We Secret Squadron members know chocolate-flavored Ovaltine helps give us what we need for rocket power. Yes, just as a rocket adds thrust during takeoff. Ovaltine can add the kind of nourishment so important for rocket power. We drink Ovaltine hot for breakfast. Mmm, good too. And cold for lunch and between meal snacks. And hot again at bedtime. To help keep us revved up with rocket power. Believe me, Ovaltine's got what it takes to help you be a leader in your gang. So drink Instant Ovaltine every day. The Gemini space flights.
2: The trips are long. The training is hard, like this spacewalk practice. But the astronauts do some things you do. In space, they drank Tang. They mixed it like this in a zero-g pouch because with no gravity, it would fly all over. You don't have that problem. You can mix it in a glass. Up there, they have to drink it carefully, this way. You can drink it any way you like. Tang tastes orangey. Tastes great. Has lots of vitamins C and A. Tang, chosen for the Gemini astronauts. Have a blast. Have some tang. This man just showered with a new kind of soap. Mm -hmm. New Life Boy Mint Refresher. A soap so loaded with mint, so tangy, so frosty, it drives wives Mm -hmm. wicked. Every bar of New Life Boy Mint Refresher contains the essence of 125 Mm -hmm. mint leaves. Soap (laughs) has never smelled this good before, and neither have you. New Life Boy Mental Refresher drives wives wicked. So, um, oh, and I had to end the
0: live stream because I... Frame rate was all with all rat fucked so I couldn't I couldn't carry on like that. So I just went ahead and ended it. I'm gonna try to I'll try to work it out later on after the show, so I can go back to so I can go back and try to restream for the next uh, for the next broadcast. But I'm still I'm still carrying on with this show. So let's do this now. Let's get on because I'm clicking through now. and am getting everything back plugged in. The, the divestment movement. Now, these are a bunch of black women who think that for some odd reason, they think that they can, quote, unquote, level up and get themselves, I guess, find themselves in relationships with wealthier white men. And it's weird because in, 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 in the interest of doing so, what they do is they, they'll denigrate black men, right? They'll, what these divesters do is they'll denigrate black men, and they'll call black they'll say black men are dusty, black men are broke and this and that. And and they're like, Oh, you need to get yourself a white and you know, you need to get yourself a white man because there's a white man, this white man that and the you know, white man is white man got more money, white man will treat you better, white man will have you not you know, not needing to work, white man will do white men this white man that. They need to get yourself a white man. Okay, well, yours truly has a white girlfriend, so I'm not going to I'm not going to muse on the impropriety or lack thereof of dating outside of your race, because it is, it is, a, it, it, it's socially normal now. So again, people are starting to embrace interracial relationships. That's not the source of the angst. All right. So let's not, let's, let's not get that twisted. That's not the source of the angst. The source of the angst is the delusion that these black women live in. And when I got pulled into this, because, I saw again a girl his name is Devita, and she I saw her post something. She was she, she was on my friends list, That's why I would see her stuff on my timeline. And she would increase she would post increasing increasing the hateful stuff about black men. Okay, and I let the first you know you let the first ones go. You just go right past it. But as I seen that she was getting a little more insane in what she was saying, and let me get this let me get this out. As I thought she was getting more insane in the things that she was saying, I had to step in and start fact-checking her, because the things that she was saying was not comporting with reality. It just wasn't. And you'll find that a lot of these divestors, a lot of the things that they say just don't comport with reality. They just just don't. And it really overinflated the sense of self. Now, go back to my first show on dating, one called Clown, Simpson Panda Bears, and I talk about this. I talk about the women with the overinflated sense of self who constantly, who consistently overshoot their targets and wondering why they're still single. And I told told men, I told men, especially, especially you black men, but I tell men in general, stop giving these women attention. Stop getting in, get out of these women's DMs. Stop responding to these women. Stop, Stop posting on, stop commenting on their pictures. Just stop doing it. And I'm not doing this to protect women. What I'm doing, I'm telling you this so that you don't contribute to the overinflated self of each sense of self, Their overinflated egos, that you don't contribute to this madness. And that hopefully with the, with the downscale of the attention that these women get, then they'll bring themselves back down to earth and start dating within the normal realm. But as it stands now, Especially, And it's really manifested itself in the divestment movement that women, especially black women, see themselves as some holy creature that is deserving of nothing, nothing, nothing more or nothing less than the finest white man. Let me just put it that way. And again, nothing in this show is going to be meant to disparage or denigrate all black women. All right. I'm not talking about all black women. And I, I shouldn't. I really shouldn't need to say that, but there are just sillier elements of the population that just don't understand that when you speak in generalities, that you don't, that you're not saying all oh, is a generality, and that the outliers do not prove the rule. There are sillier, there are sillier, more dumber aspects of the population that don't understand that. But when we talk about, when we talk about the divestment movement and what they're seeking and how they to, how they seek to attain it—it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous on his face. And when I fact check this girl over and over and over and over again, she would get so mad. At first, she called me Dusty which, You know, I'm kind of I'm I'm, I'm I'm dual about this because usually I don't. Sometimes I don't care if you call me Dusty. It's like whatever. Especially if especially because I know I know the real deal. So you can't call me Dusty and have it stick, especially. But sometimes if you call me Dusty, I have to come and I have to smack your hand. Um, It's not quite, it's not quite Mark calling Marty McFly chicken kind of thing, but you call me Dusty and I'm going to go through you. I'm going to go through your stuff and fact check you so that you understand that this Dusty can hold his own in the debate because this Dusty knows more than you do. This Dusty knows why you're single, knows why you don't have a white man, and knows why there is no relationship status on your prof- on your Facebook profile saying that you're with a white man, like I have saying that I'm with a white girl. So, you you're gonna call if you're gonna call me Dusty, then we're gonna fight about it. It's not a physical fight, but we're gonna we're gonna lock horns about it. And usually, nine and a half times out of ten, especially especially if it's a divester, I'll win. And the, and the other half of the, and the other half of that, the other half of point where I don't win is because I get frustrated. And I was just I just walk away, right? So that's this. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go through the, I'm going to go through the, go through the mix, and I'm going to give you the numbers that you need. So if you're a black man dealing with these people, or if you're a white man who who has investors pushing up on them, Understand, especially, let me, wait, let me, hold on, let me, let me step back, let me step back. Let me talk to you white guys out there for a second, all right? Now, sooner or later, and okay, it may be you, it may, be you, it may not be you, right? But sooner or later, you're going to have one of these, one of these smellies, and I call them, they call this dusty, I call them smelly. Now, I'm going to tell you why I call them smelly in a minute. But you're going to have one of these smellies pushing up on you, talking, and they're going to start talking that gay. All right. Most of you know what what the deal is. Most of you do. I'll give that to you. There are some, though, that don't understand that they are these divesters, these black women who are out seeking white men. They're a net liability to your life. They are. That's just it's just a fact, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go about proving it in a little bit. But they are a net liability on your life. And if you get one of these people pushing up on you, the best bet is to turn your back, ignore them, and walk away from them because they mean you no good. They talk a big game. They do. They talk about what they've done or what they're doing and the money they make and blah, blah, blah. But as you see, as I go through all of this, the smoke is going to clear and the charade is going to to come down. So if you're a white man listening to this, just, just stay tuned. Just listen very carefully. Okay. Listen to what, listen to this segment of the podcast very carefully. Now, if you're a black man that locks horns with these women, I see, I, I mean, I saw your videos. I see your posts. I see your responses and a lot of your points are very well stipulated. All right. Your points are well stipulated. However, nobody's, nobody's bringing numbers and it's the numbers that win the game. Okay. The numbers mean data and data wins the game. So When we, when you get, when you get into it with one of these twirlers or one of these divesters and they, they talk this game about how, about how, how wonderful they are and how they don't, how you're dusty and they want to leave you to level up to get level up with a white man, right? Then once you, the numbers on them, it's no longer level up. It's game over. So. Let's get into that because this it's a, it's going to be a thing, all right. Now let me pull up the other screen because the other screen actually has all my data. Now, so let's get that. Let's get that. Okay, perfect. Now in my show notes, I said in my show notes you need three points, just three, to destroy the swirler's data. This is how flimsy their this is how flimsy their movement is. All you need is three points, and they're completely destroyed. Point number one. They're gonna come and they're gonna say they're gonna say how how people want them, how how much they're desired, how people want this black woman, how people are clamoring for this black woman, right? But it's bullshit. And I'm gonna tell you why it was bullshit. Because according to all available metrics, and this is my show notes, if you look at um, let's see, it's called loveconnection.org. And they have online. Just click the just click the link in my show notes, and it'll take you right there. So I'm going to read to you these these statistics. And again, I could just read you I could just read you one bullet point. I'm going to read, but I'm going to read them all to you because if I read you the one bullet point about black women, it's going to lack context. I'm going to I need to read all of these bullet points for you to understand how dire the situation is with these black women. All right. Now they're going to come and they're going to say that that white men they don't want black men because white men want them and they're going to get themselves a white man because they're going to level up right despite the fact that they haven't done it yet they're still single but they said they're going they say they're going to get a white man okay let's go through the facts all right now facts. white men and Asian women get the highest response rate in online dating this is from loveconnection.org all right I'm just reading I'm reading all these facts now white men and Asian women get the highest response rates in online dating because white men the white men that are online want these Asian women. Um and everybody, all the females want these white men, including the divestors, right? The divestors are the biggest group that, that want these white men. Divestors and white women are the biggest group that want that want white men. So white men and white white men and Asian women get the highest response rates in online dating. Men show a preference for Asian women, with one significant exception. We'll if I get into that later, maybe not. But Men, uh, men in general show, do show a preference for Asian women, and, and Eastern Europeans too, but what else? Um, but this is because I'm going to tell you why. This is because Asian women, it is well known that Asian women have been have been culturally culturally raised from birth to take care of their men. It's, that's, it's, it's ingrained in the culture, and this is what men want. This is why men go to Thailand, Vietnam, Philippines, China, Japan, Korea. For these, for these Asian women, especially if you're in the military, you go to Korea, you're you're very likely to marry a Korean woman and bring her back to the states. Um, same thing with the Philippines. But um, yeah, this is why men are going to all these Asian countries and trying to pick up their women because they understand that the women have been culturally brought up to take care of their men from birth. It's it's ingrained in the culture. It's built. It's baked into the culture. So they're not. They're everything. And I said to them, I said to David, I said. White men don't want you. They want Asians because Asians are everything that Western black women are not. 98% of them are in shape. 98% of them are, are feminine, have their long hair, have a nice shape, um, and are, are generally ladylike. 98% of them take care, know how to take care of their man and to, to do their uh, domestic duties. Ninety-eight percent of them know know how to be submissive, not subservient. Submissive. There's a difference. Black women, Western black women, don't know any of those things. They haven't been brought up to be wise. They haven't been brought up to be submissive, not subservient. Submissive. Um, they don't even wear their real hair. They, which gets which gets partially into why I call them smellies. But they don't even wear their. But they don't even wear their real hair. So again, they they have these claws and these and and. Again, just the videos are out there, look at WorldStar, look on YouTube, look on uh look on TikTok. It's it's out there, they put their buffoonery out for everybody, out for the world to see. So that's that. Um, so that's again, fact. Here we go. Fact number three. Most women hold on, let me let me scroll in. Most women show a preference for white men in online dating. That's a fact. Another fact, black men, black women get the lowest responses in online dating, all right? So blacks, blacks as a whole are at the bottom of the dating pool when it comes to these dating ends. You go, if you, if you shoot for these white people, if you're a black man, you have a slightly better chance of landing the black woman, Black woman, landing the white woman than the black woman has of landing the white man. This is a fact. And this is, this is going to be the next fact. Although black women reply to the most messages, they get the fewest responses. Nobody, literally nobody's interested in them, all right? So as they go about saying that everybody loves them, everybody wants them, everybody's interested in them, that's not what the data says. The data says that they get the fewest responses on any dating app. They're at the bottom of the dating pool. Nobody wants them. And they get. Just look at your average black woman, and we're going to go, and I'm going to get into some more of the average black woman after I'm done here. But, although black women reply to most messages, they get the fewest replies. 47% of white people think, dang it, why does it do this? My computer's, like, really tripping, and it just scrolls for no reason. Um, Black Although black women, let's see, 47% of white people think online dating has made finding a partner easier compared to only 30% of black people. So 47% of white people say it's easy to find somebody when they when they use these apps. Only 30% of black people find it easier. So they come in and they struggle with these dating apps. Wonder why that is. We're gonna go through that. Asian spec. Asian men are viewed less favorably by women. Fact: Over 80% of millennials say they would marry somebody of a different race. Over 80% of millennials do. Which is funny because black women can't find. Oh, okay. Let's go. Let's go on. They can't find a white man. But let's go on. Uh, 35% of people say they would prefer to date within their own race. 35. So that's you know we're making progress as a society as far as um, interracial dating and marriage is concerned. Fact: 85% of non whites say they would prefer to prefer to date outside of their own race, including 100% of divestors. And then in fact, only 4% of people think interracial marriage is a bad idea. Most people are like, those people are your black supremacists your white supremacists and all those other people. But um, let's see, and then in fact, there's evidence that online dating is creating more interracial marriages. Now, think about that, all right? let's, Let's sit back and let's digest that. Now, let's see if I can pull up another thing, because, and I hope I saved it, because the last time I looked for something, that I thought I saved and I ended up not saving it. Um, here we go. Rolling Stone and if you understand Rolling Stone, you understand Rolling Stone. If you know, you know. But Rolling Stone put up this article and they bemoaned the fact that before George Floyd let me get uh, let me get adjusted here. So before George they bemoaned the fact Rolling Stone bemoaned the fact that before George Floyd that dating apps were Dating apps were somehow racist, right? Uh, let's see. Oh, jeez. Of course. Anyway, go to Rolling Stone Magazine, and you'll see it. They bemoan the fact that before George Floyd, they say, Dating apps are racist because they have they have um, ethnicity filters, and people use that to filter out entire races of people. Dating apps is fine. We'll take out the we'll take out the ethnicity filters and we'll just just straight go with we'll go straight matching. And that's what they did. And even after that, black women still get the fewest replies of any group. Like they rigged the system they're supposed to rig the system in favor of not in favor of black women, but to make things excuse me. COVID. But um Oh yikes! That's weird. That's clear my throat. Um, what's it called? What was that? Oh yeah, they rigged the system to let me get a sip of this real quick and look the bad. Oh, that's better. Yeah, they rigged the system to be more equi- equitable for uh, black women. However, the equity never materialized, and you have to wonder, like with all these with all of these investors and things that that so many people want them, that even when the even when the metrics are or the algorithms are adjusted, the apps themselves are adjusted to make these more equitable equitable, then they still don't get any replies and they're still on the bottom of the uh of the data pool. It means that no matter what you do, that nobody is going to want single black women. I'm gonna tell you, I'ma tell you that as I get into some more of these facts, you're gonna start understanding why. Now, excuse me. Um if we go to, and that was just loveconnection.org, it's got some more, it's got some more. a peer research center found in the US, share in the US similar shares of white, black, Hispanic, and Asian adults report having ever used online dating apps. Thirty-four percent of black people use online dating. of white people, 34% of Hispanics, and 26% of Asians. Uh, This is also backed up by CISA data, which faces a similar picture. The graph below displays, so it has a graph there. Um, Yet more differences emerge when different demographics are asked about their experience while online dating. When another Pew Research Center Center survey asks whether online dating has made it easier to find a long-term partner, we start to see a more noticeable split. As the report highlights, the views also vary by race and ethnicity. White or Asian adults are more likely than Black or Hispanic adults to say online dating has made finding a long-term partner easier. At the same time, Asian adults are more likely than white or Black respondents to say online dating has made this harder. Yeah. So that's so, the article asked the question, has online dating made it easier to find a partner? 47% of white people say it's easier and only 10, 19% say it's harder. Thirty percent of black people say it's easier and twenty-three percent say it's harder. Thirty one percent and so there's a there's kind of parity between blacks and his family. Uh, saying who's a where they say it's easier is harder. Thirty one percent of Hispanics say it's easier, twenty twenty eight percent say it's harder. Forty eight forty six percent of Asian people say it's easier, and thirty three percent say it's harder. So let's see, let's dig a brief word. That. Online dating race race preferences. And the article goes on. Uh, we all have preferences when looking for a partner. Some are overt and others may be unconscious. But how do society's racial preferences and prejudices impact our online dating experience? Does your race or ethnicity impact your success rate in online dating? Available stats would suggest so. In one study, which is measured by response rates when online dating, uh, popul- I'm sorry, in one study, popularity was measured by on- response rates when online dating. The Facebook app, Are You Interested, noticed some interesting things. This app allowed users to search through profiles saying yes to people they're interested and and skip the ones that aren't. And essentially, essentially, they saw it like 10. But when users when the user says yes, the other person has a chance to respond. After analyzing 2.4 million heterosexual interactions on the app, certain surprising patterns emerged. One, all racial groups preferred another race over their own, all racial groups. All right, so everybody wanted somebody that wasn't of their race. Asian, overall, Asian women and white men appeared to be the most popular. Three, Asian women were more likely to respond to white men, this responding 7.8% of the time. Four, white men responded to black women less often than they did to white, Latino, or Asian women. Can I back that up and say that again? White men. This is for you divestors out there who think, you're going to get, who think you're going to go out there and get a white man. White men responded to black women less often than they did to white, Latino, or Asian women, basically saying you are at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to mate selection. But you you sitting here thinking that you're going to get yourself this white man and level up somehow. Well, guess what? White men are saying game over, not level up. Another one. All men seem to prefer Asian women, aka they have the highest response. They had the highest response rate, except for Asian men. All women preferred white men, aka or eg they had the higher, or ie they had the highest response rate, except for black women. All women preferred white men, except for black women. And then, okay, and I get it. It must not have had a lot of divesters there, but you know I'm talking to divesters. Yeah. That's cool. It's whatever. Black women responded the most positively toward black men, but all other demographics responded the least to black men. And there's a reason for that, which I won't I won't get into in this show, but trust me, the black men I'm gonna I'm gonna go down your avenue in one of these shows soon enough. Um overall both black men and black women got the lowest response rates. Again, there's a reason for that. And all men responded the least to black women. So, according to all, avail- all available metrics, and we're talking all available metrics, get you know, another sip of this. Oh, that's good, good. Man, sometimes I just mix things and just see how it comes out. This one tastes a lot like red lights, so I like red lights. You know, I'm not going to – let's see. No, you know what? I'm d- I'm done with this because the picture has been painted. These divestors think they're going to go out and get themselves a white man? When, like literally nobody likes them. like literally nobody likes them, so again, they're living in this delusion that they think that they're more desired than they actually are, and they're not so i've and again yeah I'm not even gonna i'm no i'm not I'm not going to i'm not going to I'm just gonna go on to the next thing because i can beat I can beat the horse over and over and over and over again, but the picture has been already been painted, so there's that. Now, why is it that people respond so negatively or they don't even respond at all, really? They don't even respond to black women like that like that, right? Especially the divestors. The divestors go and they swing and miss like all the time. They keep striking out and thinking they're like somehow all star players, right? So But why is this? It's because people people understand what the black race is all about. And this is not to and this is not to denigrate this is not me denigrating the black race, all right? This is this is not me doing this. But the facts and the data back up certain trends and issues that cannot go that just cannot go ignored. Now, um so here's this. Again in my show notes, let's let's refer back to the show notes. That's according to available metrics, the black men black women are the least desired group on any dating app. The next one, black women lead the league in single motherhood per capita. And I pulled this one, is, data center, is datacenter.aecf.org. And just click on it and you will see the raw numbers. Between, let's see, what do we have? Between 2011 and like literally modern day, black women, black women has never dropped below 60% single motherhood rate. Anybody anybody who knows, and again, the second link in that line is for, will literally bring you to the families in poverty rate. This is why I keep saying these divestors, they're, they're a net negative for you. They're a net liability because most of them, not all of them now, most of them are overweight, which whatever but they are single moms they have a kid or two or three or four and they're in poverty now why would you want to why would you want to waste your resources on something that's in poverty when you have so many more options out there that are more financially feasible you're not gonna you have options out there that you're not going to have to spend your money on that you're not gonna have to waste your resources on you don't have to worry about bringing her having to bring her in your fold and worry about wasting wasting your re- again, wasting your valuable resources on them. Because all they're gonna do is they're gonna consume, 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 consume. And not only that, when you bring in one of these poverty ridden, overweight black women into your fold when again, they they have these kids that you literally have no authority over. So when you um so when you think that you're going to be this, they want you to they want you to pay out of pocket. Yes, but you have no authority over. it. So what are you really going to do with it, right? You're just throwing your, you're just throwing good money after bad at that point. So again, people understand this about single mothers that they lead the league in poverty rate. So again, net negative. It's it's a net liability at that point. You're gonna waste. You're gonna waste whatever resources you have managed. You're gonna squander whatever resources you had to be in this relationship with this divester who literally has nothing but negatives. Like she has, she, she's a liability bringing, she's being a liability to the table is what I'm trying to say. So I'm going to take another break. And then when I come back, we're going to continue this because I have one more talk. I have one more data point. I'm going to go through what I just said. But I have another data point that I kind of want to expound on, and it's going to be it's going to be the third one, in the, um, it's going to be a third one in the list. And again, once you understand these three data, once you understand these three, these three arguments, that there is no divester that can touch you in the debate because again, you got to bring the facts, and you got to bring the you got to bring the facts, and you got to bring the data. So again, going to take a commercial break. When I come back, we're going to do that. You're listening to the ABC podcast on BTR.
2: Hey, let's take a minute and meet Clark Kent. you a Superman, Chief. Believe me, you're in for a treat. Just as soon as Jimmy gets back here, Great Caesar's ghost. What's holding him up? You know I can't work without a good breakfast, Chief. Jimmy's bringing a box of Kellogg's Sugar Smacks. All the more reason for hurrying. Confound it! That boy knows I like those new Sugar Smacks, and he knows I do too. That's a cinch. Well, here I am. Young man, if you spill those new sugar smacks,
1: you're fired. Golly, Chief, I hadn't opened up the box yet. But I'm going to now.
2: Well, I guess we all agree on sugar smacks. Right. Folks, don't wait. Get Kellogg's new sugar smacks. They're better than ever. Puffs of wheat, sugar toasted, and candy sweet. You bet. Just get Kellogg's Sugar Smacks, brand new. A Northwest Mountie, and he's been trailing this desperate character for three years. And I'm tired. Well, it's him or me. Uh-oh. He's got an aching head, an upset stomach, and an empty gun.
3: What you need is some Alka-Seltzer. You know what they always say.
2: Yeah, a Mountie always gets his man.
3: Oh, no, I mean about Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just a swallow away. Well. Down, 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 the stomach through. Round, 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 the system too. With Alka-Seltzer, they always say, relief is just a swallow away.
2: Bless that relief-giving Alka-Seltzer.
3: For that headache, and upset feeling, Take out, seltzer We leave this
2: just a swallow away. Hi, kids. Look at some delicious magic with the extra good chocolate-flavored syrup Bosco. Now watch. Take ice cream, spoon on extra rich, extra thick, extra chocolatey Bosco syrup. There's the best chocolate flavor you ever tasted. More Bosco magic. Cake, ice cream, topped with extra thick, extra chocolatey Bosco syrup. Try it. Bosco also makes milk chocolatey delicious. Tell mom to get Bosco chocolate flavored syrup for you. Sing out. I love Bosco. It's rich in chocolatey.
3: Chocolate flavored Bosco is mighty good for me. Mama puts it in my milk for extra energy. Bosco gives me iron and sunshine, vitamin D. He... Oh, I love Bosco, that's the drink for me. I'm a spaceman. The moon and sun and all the stars are pretty big to pops. I'm a princess. Yes, my lord, it's a party tonight, we'll have the zero pop. All of the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good. Triple good. <coughs> and do you know why? Sure. Because one, there's good tasting hard candy outside. And two, there's a delicious center of Tootsie Roll inside. And three, only Tootsie Roll Pops is said fun to eat. That's why they're triple good. And don't forget Tootsie Roll Pops come in a party pack too. Ten pops in assorted flavors. There's a game on the back that's lots of fun to do. All the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good. Triple good. You'll love Tootsie
2: Roll Pops. Hi, I'm Mike Wallace. With a sensational shortening discovery for better baking and frying. It's Procter & Gamble's Golden Fluffle. The first all-new shortening in 40 years. It's rich. Its color is golden yellow. And what a pie it makes. Richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing. But let's hear what Mrs. Thelma Styra, Indiana State Fair baking champion, had to say about fluffo.
3: I love fluffo. It makes such a golden brown pie. Oh,
2: man, that's some apple pie.
3: Well, Mr. Wallace, that's a prettier pie than I ever baked with plain white shortening. And look how flaky it is. This yellow fluffo is such a short shortening, makes pie crust so rich.
2: Like cooking champions, get richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing results in everything you bake or fry. Get golden fluffo. Yoo-hoo-hoo.
3: Yoo-hoo-hoo. You-hoo. Yoo-hoo-hoo. I've got a swiss cream sandwich for you. Crispy golden cookies and in between an extra thick. It's my pick. Filling of cream. Dessert time, tea time. Don't miss Swiss.
2: As the man around here, you can quote me on this. You, hoo Yoo-hoo. it's Swiss cream sandwich for you, oh, you, Yoo-hoo.
4: and you, you.
2: A truly different cream sandwich, Swiss cream sandwich, baked by Nabisco. The luscious, creamy fillings in a class by itself. No other like it. And these tempting vanilla cookies are so light, they melt in your mouth.
4: Yoo-hoo-hoo, you-hoo.
2: It's Swiss cream sandwich. Oh, you-hoo-hoo,
4: hoo you-hoo. And you-hoo-hoo, hoo you-hoo. Swiss cream sandwich.
2: Say, it's time for my favorite dance team, so let's look. Ah, a box of matches and a pack of old gold cigarettes. That's all you need, my friend. And you're enjoying the smoothest, mildest, tastiest cigarette ever created. A treat instead of a treatment. That's old gold cigarettes. Made by tobacco men, not medicine men. To give you the cigarette that treats you better in every way. Because in every way, it's a better cigarette. Good, huh? Yes, for a treat instead of a treatment. Get a pack or get a carton of old gold cigarettes. Right now, this is Dennis James reminding you to
1: keep smoking old gold cigarettes. Thanks. Attention. To help carry on our important work, I want you to join the Secret Squadron and wear this official badge and have this secret decoder. Following each week's adventure, I'll send an important secret message and only Secret Squadron members who have decoders can decode them. Also, later I'll tell you the simple rules for joining the Secret Squadron, but you must promise to do as I do. Keep yourself healthy and mentally alert and drink Ovaltine every day. It's the official drink of the Secret Squadron. We Secret Squadron members know chocolate-flavored Ovaltine helps give us what we need for rocket power. Yes, just as a rocket adds thrust during takeoff, Ovaltine can add the kind of nourishment so important for rocket power. We drink Ovaltine hot for breakfast. Mmm, good, too and cold for lunch and between meal snacks and hot again at bedtime to help keep us revved up with rocket power. Believe me, Ovaltine's got what it takes to help you be a leader in your gang. So drink instant Ovaltine every day. The Gemini space flights.
2: The trips are long. The training is hard, like this spacewalk practice. But the astronauts do some things you do. In space, they drank Tang. They mixed it like this in a zero-G pouch. Because with no gravity, it would fly all over. You don't have that problem. You can mix it in a glass. Up there, they have to drink it carefully. This way. You can drink it any way you like. Tang tastes orangey. Tastes great. Has lots of vitamins C and A. Tang chosen for the Gemini astronauts. Have a blast. Have some tang. This man just showered with a new kind of soap. New Life Boy Mint Refresher. A soap so loaded with mint, so tangy, so frosty, it drives wives wicked. Every bar of New Life Boy Mint Refresher contains the essence of 125 mm-hmm. mint leaves. Soap has never smelled this good before, and neither have you. New Life Boy Mint Refresher drives wives wicked.
0: So oh, when I broke, let um, me turn this down a little bit. So when I broke, I talked about the smellies and how the smellies love to say that um, you know they so many people desire them and all this stuff and that's not true and I it's demonstrably and true right. Hold um, on, oh, let me let me save that real quick. And I said black women lead the league in single motherhood, and I proved that, and I said per capita, and I said league, also lead the league in, sub, in, a, in subsequent poverty. Because that's what the data says. The data says that families that are led by a single mother are, have, are more likely to be in poverty or below the po- live below the poverty line than even um, single fathers, right, even households led by a single father. And that, that, that's not up for debate. It's absolutely true. Click the link and click the link in the show notes, and you'll see it so again, as I say in dating dating one of these smellies they're it's a net negative. it's a net liability on your life because you're going to have to not only bring the smelly into your fold, but you're going to have to waste your resources on them and their kids, and these are kids that you like literally have no authority over, and then chances are good and plenty that the kids that these smellies are bringing are kids fathered by other black men. So you're going to have another black man that you're dealing with in your life when you get with one of these smellies, because he's, he's, he's the kid's father. So again, and even if, I mean, and okay, sometimes they, sometimes they're not even around. Okay. Because of other situations, but that still has to be in the back of your mind. So again, Dealing with these smellies are a net, are a net negative. It, it, that's just how it is. But it doesn't really stop there, right? Now, let's go back to, oh, I'm going to do this because it minimizes my thing all of a sudden. So let's go back to this, right? Because they always talk. They love talking to talk about how how black men are dusty and black men are broke, black, black men are this. And if this were true, right, if, if black men are really dusty and they're ready to level up, because they're ready to find something that's on their level. And I remember what I said in the previous show about you finding somebody that's on your level. I'm about to go back. I'm about to go back there because, again, these smellies love to say that black men are dusty, black men are broke, whatever. And they they call me dusty, whatever. Because I actually because one thing that I did, and let's see if I can pull. I'm gonna be pull this picture up. Did I? No, is this thing right here? Yes, this is it. So one thing that I did was I went and asked, I didn't even, I just asked Bing. I said, hey, Bing, tell me about the median earnings of black black women and black men. You know what Bing spit out to me? Because remember, Bing is powered by AI now. So you ask Bing a question, it's going to answer, and it's going to answer truthfully. And it's going to be, the answer is going to be well-sourced, right? So I said, Bing, tell me about the median earnings between black men and black women. Here's what Bing told me, and I screen and I took this screenshot, I saved it. And again, if you want this, then email me at um, email me at Jesse J E S S I E at A B C dot com. Email me there, and I'll send you the pic- I'll send you the screenshot because this screenshot destroys a lot of the um destroys a lot of the narrative. And if you're bringing this to to an argument against. Uh, one of these smellies, then they'll go away once you drop this on them. So excuse me, COVID colour. I, I gotta mix, mix the both. Probably Dyson, but I don't mean. Um median annual earnings. Median annual earnings. This is what Bing this is what being spit out to me, all right? It says median annual sal median annual salaries for African American men and women are lower than those of white men and women. That we know already. That's been that's been Axiomatic truth for time immemorial, right? That's from thebalancemoney.com. Black men made a median annual salary of forty-nine thousand five hundred fifty-six. What is that dollars? dollars uh, per year? What does that mean? That means that if you take the highest salary that black men earn and the lowest salary that black men earn, and calculate what's exactly in the middle, that's that's the median earnings, right? Now, you have average earnings, which, you know, you take the earnings of all black men across the spectrum, and then you do some division, and it spits out an average that the, your average black man will make. But, again, they're talking median, right? And fucking talking median. So, black men made a median annual salary of $49,556, which is only 82.1% of what white men earned, which is 55536 right? Great. However black women's median earnings. Now, this is where things get interesting. <laughs> uh, because, hang on, let, let, let me bring this back because I think my computer is doing this thing again. So, because black women like to say, oh, black men are dusty, we out earn, we earn more money than them, and they're so broke. Really? Okay. Well, if, well, if we're so dusty, we're so broke, and you, and you earn so much more than we do, right? Why is it that Bing is telling me that black women's median earnings, according to the 20.com is only, uh, let's see, 43,680. So you mean to tell me that you earn you out earn us, right? Black women out earn black men, black men's median salary is 49,556 black women's and median earning salaries is 43,680. Now I understand. I understand. Like the math ain't mapping because I, I understand the black women just don't math. They don't. Because if they under, if they understood math, they'll calculate they can they'll be able to calculate their chances of actually landing a successful white man as being a black woman or as being a black investor. Okay, that's that's if they could do math. But if they can't math, let's break this down. Um let's say the black man But okay, so let's break this down. Black black men let's let's slow it down let's slow it down for the smellies out there, all right? Black men make 49,556. Black women make 43,680. Now, again, I Yeah, I may not be a math wizard. I may not be able to com- calculate calculate um, trajectories and things like that, complex trajectories and send rockets into space. I can't do that. But I'm pretty sure. I and you can fact-check me on this if you want to. If I'm wrong, put it, in, put it, drop it in my comment section. But I'm pretty sure that 49,556 is higher 680. I, I mean that that it's just me. Is it just me, or is, is this is it the truth? Is 49,556 higher or lower than 43,680? Yes, these these divesters swear up and down that they make more than we do. And again unless I'm unless I've gone completely daffy, I am almost I am sure I'm sure as my asshole is small that forty nine thousand five hundred and fifty six is a lot, is higher than forty three thousand six hundred names. Yeah, this is these smellies always want to talk about how how broke and dusty um how broken dusty black men are. Well guess what? If we're broke and dusty, you're even they are even more broken and dustier. And then the 50, and then when I put this to them, they always want to say, they always want to, oh, well and then, and then I say, and then I say, well, because I, I posted this on the comment. I know this pissed her off. I think this, this was the reason why she blocked. But um, as I told her, I said, I'm not one to take, I'm not one to take mechanical advice or auto-mechanical advice from somebody that doesn't own a car. I just don't. If you're going to give me mechanical advice, you better own a car and you better know what you're talking about. If you don't own a car I'm just not gonna to listen to you about mechanical advice. It's the same thing with these smellies. When the smelly tells me about about um dusty black men and how they fare so awfully in the dating field and about how they can't get white women and then when I when I said, when I tell them that I noticed that there's there that there's one thing that I have on my profile that is noticeably absent from theirs and that is the relationship status confirming successful divestment. And then you want to throw out homonyms and stuff like that. It's like, okay, then what was all that about? You want to post my picture in the comments and try to like clown on my pic, you know? Just, just stupid little things that like these smellies do. And um, again, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to take advice about divestment about from somebody who hasn't successfully divested. And if you notice, nine, you go through nine. You, Nine women out of every ten nine divesters out of every ten will not have will not have successfully divested i mean that's that's just it you won't find you won't find too many black women that have successfully divested why because of everything that because of everything that I talked about in this show because they don't earn a lot because they're living in poverty because they're living in or under the poverty poverty line because they're because are single mom they leave the leaguers in- Single motherhood—they're the least desired of any group on dating apps. I mean, it doesn't really take—it really doesn't take a rocket, science to, a rocket scientist to figure all this out. Yet, and still, these smellies—and I call them smellies—and and you're probably wondering why. Like, okay, can you tell us why you call them smellies? This is why I call them smellies, right? Because again, it's not about them calling me dusty. They can call me dusty and whatever, right? They call me broke. They can call me dusty, but the but the facts bear this—the facts bear itself out. So you can say what you want, but the facts are the facts. And if you want to call me broke, if you want to call me dusty, you have to understand that you are even broker, you're even more dusty and you're smellier than I am. And the reason why I say what well, the reason why I call them these divestors smellies is because they walk around with these hair weeds and they smell like and tell and, and tell me if this has been your if you've ever dealt with one of these smellies, um just let me know if you've had this experience, because I know I have. These women walk around smelling like tuna and old gym socks. Like, I I have to call them smelly. They haven't washed their hair in, like, months because they have these hair weeds, in and then they're scared to wash their hair. And then three-quarters of them don't even wash their own juju, So they're walking around. They smell, like, they smell like old gym socks. They smell like tuna. I mean, am I not going to call them smelly? This is what I say. Anytime any time when these come steps to you and uh, talking about how, how their game is, take these facts to them and hand them over the head with it. Bring them down to reality and let them know that they're really not as much bold. They're really not as bold as they think they are. They're living, in, they're living in delusion land. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Now, now we come to the. Let me log into here real quick. Now we come to the section of the show where I go through some uh, some profiles here. And it again, I'm not fish. And again, I'm going to go back to what's it called? I'm going to go back to um, Okay, Cupid. And I might do a Tinder thing too if I can just sign up for Tinder. But um, I might go for some Tinder. And I haven't been on like Hinge. I don't even. I've never been to Hinge. Never been to Bumble. I might have to check those out. I've been up into plenty of fish, and again, um, it's probably the easiest to it's probably easiest to dissect the profiles. And so, I have some profiles. Well, it pulls out it it's got some profiles awesome face game when I log in. The so people who have recently logged in, so I get splashed with all of these. I get splashed with all these women, and yeah, they're within this, they're within my state. So, but again, they're in the demographic that I'm looking at, and. So I can take things apart. Now, here's a profile of a black woman. And let's see. Um, okay, so right off the bat, um, again, and this one's name is uh, Daisy D K seventy seven. She's from Seattle, Washington. She's forty six years old, five three, and she's overweight. All right, she's overweight, but so there's no way around that She's overweight. Excuse me, oh, cholera. question um, COVID cholera. Um, so, I guess she's online right now. Now, one thing that I say, and I hold true, I hold this as absolute axiomatic truth, is that if you find these profiles and all of their pictures, each and every one of them, they have on this profile, this woman has four. This woman has four pictures, but they're all selfies. And I said, the more selfies these women take, the higher their ego. That's that's many selfies are red flags. You have to be able to find somebody who wants to take your picture if you know, if you're if you're worth your weight in gold. And is gonna to want to take your picture. And so why don't you have pictures of your of you that other people took? Why is it why is it that you have to take pictures of yourself, right? That's that's kind of a red flag. That's kind of a question that I have. But she, yeah, she's overweight. She keeps extensions in her hair. Um, and looks like she has tattoos, which is, again, red flag. But let's see. Love, laughter. Let's get into this. Um, conversation starters, my journey. Now, that's interesting. Because right off the bat, if, it, if she says that the conversation starters, my journey. So that tells me as... Looking at this through the eyes of a of a provider protector man, who has some stuff going on, right? I'm not I'm not the high value dude, but I have what I have, and I'm I'm, I'm good with what I have, right? But looking through the looking through looking at this through through those eyes, when I say conversation starters, my journey. Do you know what? Do you know what my thought process is? I'm just going to try to I'm just trying to try to let you marinate on what the thought process might be. If somebody said that their conversation starter is my journey, that means that we need to talk about me. Now, remember what I said about many selfies and egotism? It bears itself out right here because she has a lot of selfies, and her conversation starter is her. She wants everything to be about her. She's got a bachelor's degree. She's an accountant. She's got a bachelor's degree. Accountants with bachelor's degrees don't, especially women, female accountants, bachelor's degree don't make a lot of money. They only make like sixty, maybe seventy thousand dollars a year, maybe. If they're good. But again, let's see, she's single, she wants to date, but nothing serious. She's interested in men and dating. About Daisy K. I like sports and like to have fun. And that's it. And she expects to get a man with this profile. Well it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen for three reasons. Number one, all those selfies are a red flag. Number two, you're overweight. So again a man isn't going to look at you when there are thinner options out on the table, and if you and if you're thinking about getting yourself a white man because you're divested and you have this, you got to understand these white men are looking at Asians, and there's no way you will ever, ever, ever be able to complete, compete with the Asian population. You just won't. That's that's just it. So you have to kind of consign yourself the dusty that you have, that you say you hate so much. You have to confine yourself to that realm of the population. And then, with the only thing that stands out about your profile is me, 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 then again, and nobody's going to want to deal with that. Nobody. So there's no way I, I, there is no way I, I can understand why. No, I would understand. Let me let me rephrase that. I would understand if she doesn't get many responses because, okay, what I talked about earlier in the show. And it be, when you look at her profile through the eyes of a provider to protect her man, she literally has nothing to offer. She doesn't. Now, here's another black woman. That's a nice dress. And, okay, so she found somebody who's a day driver. That's a good thing. How oh, about this pose? I don't know what it is with these poses. And they got their hands on their knees and one hand on their butt. But, okay, okay. You know what? Hey, why not, right? Uh, she doesn't have too many selfies, which is good. She's smiling in every picture, which is good. She is on the bigger side. But then again, she's tall. She's 5'11". Her name is Molly Fab 52. She's 5'11". So she's tall and she's curvy. Um, and it looks like she's rocking her natural hair. It looks like it. So that's that, all of that's good. All right. All of, that, all of that's good. You can kind of overlook the curviness for the fact that She's, she's in nice dresses, and she's got, she's rocking her natural hair. So, you know, some of the current can be overlooked. Um, let's say conversation starters, current events. That's good. That's good. That's a good thing. Now, she works supply chain. She's got a master's degree. Again, not that high earning, but then again, when you're a guy, you don't really care about what they earn. You just care about whether they're good material for bringing into your fold. Let's see. Uh, let's see. About Ali, uh, Ali Fat 52, personality, uh, hobbies, need some personality funny when I'm comfortable around you, likes, music, comedy, good food, playing games, dislikes, inconsiderate people, dishonesty, ignorant, arrogant personalities, looking to meet somebody between the age of 46 and 56. This here is not a bad profile. Right? It's not. Because, again, she, I'm I'm reticent to say whether putting her personality traits there, because, again, your personality is just something you should let somebody discover on their own. Because if you say it, if you say that you're this, this, and that, and then you're going on a date, and your date expects something, and... You don't deliver the way they build it up in their mind because they read in your profile. It's going to end up in a disappointing date. So I would, I personally would refrain from putting my own personality traits out there. I'll never say that I'm witty and I'm funny and I'm sexy and I'll I'll, I'll never put that because I want my date to be able to judge that for herself, right? So again, it's, it's just not something. It's it's something that you generally you generally want to shy away from. She likes music, comedy, good food, playing games is good. Um, her dislikes and considered that's that's good because she makes her dislikes known without being demanding. She just says that these personality traits are kind of a turn off for me. Um, and looking to meet somebody be between the age of forty eight to fifty six. So generally generally it's a good profile. And I would yeah, I would guess that she gets she gets her share of responses. So that's that. And I'm going to throw it out there and let her know that I use her profile. Well, I'll do that. And then I'll let her know later on that I use her profile and see if I can possibly get her for an interview on the show. I'll let you guys know how that goes. But, okay, we'll go back to that. Um, let's see. Here is... Let's see. Huh. Okay, ma'am. Uh, this one is Kelly G. Yahoo. I guess that's kind of her email <laughs> But Kelly G. Yahoo, she's on. Dumping out, jumping right out the way. jumping right out of the gate. Her biggest problem is that she, in none of her pictures, let's see, not that one. Definitely not that one. Not that one. Not that one. This girl is allergic to smiling. And it's. She's not even in that one. What the heck? No. Nope. And no and no pictures that she's smiling. And again, this is, it's, you're supposed to sell yourself with these profiles. And if somebody sees all these pictures and you're not smiling, any of them, it's kind of a red flag. Like, okay, what's going on with you that you are not, you are never having a good time. You're just not. I mean, you have one with, you have a picture with your hands and your hair. And I can understand, I don't, I don't understand that smiling for that one, but, Come on. You don't have any pictures of us, right? Whatever. She's from away Um, five five, it says re bio, no snap or WhatsApp. Conversation starters or if she has none. See like, about oh, Kelly G. Young. So obviously this has to be said because people on here are something else. I am not looking for upper flank. I'm not here for games to beat someone's whatever convenient you've got time for me. I'm too old for bullshit and drama. I'm very upfront, and honest, and have no problem saying exactly what's on my mind. I'll get to that. Now. Put a pin in that. I'll come back. I'll, uh, I have my shit together, so please don't come at me if yours is not. You can put a pin in that, too. Uh, I'm not looking to be someone's sugar mama or a free ride. I'm interested in finding someone who has their shit together, or at least somewhat together. Someone who has time to actually spend with me, not just available on weekends. I'm looking for someone with normal goals that is looking. For someone who will treat them right and someone who will accept them for who they are from the beginning. And zero interest in patience for stupidity or good. So these both a favor and don't even ask if you're not interested in the same. Also, if you're not trying to meet soon then pass. I am not here for pen pal, sorry. Your lifestyle starts as well with great really, really. Interest in that, ambitious, kids over 18, all kids are over 18, does not want children. Uh, Scorpio no pass, that two appears on the card, no second language. Uh, longest relationship is over ten years. This woman is 40 years old, right? So the wall has she's blown right through the brick wall, right? She's blown right through the wall. Now let's get into this because there's a lot here that will that a lot of men would pass her on just because it's inappropriate. Just because it says read my bio, and then when you read her bio, here's what you find. She's not looking for a hookup or something which is good you're not here to play a game or be somebody's Whatever convenient you got time for me. I'm too for bullshit and drama. I'm very upfront and honest, and have no problem saying exactly what's on my mind. That right there says that you are probably rude. You are at times given to rudeness and insufferability. Let's just let's just put the cards out and let's just lay them out on the table. You are prone to rudeness and and and, and insufferability. You, you're a bitch. Let's just put it. That. Let's just put it out there. Okay, you can be a bitch sometimes. And again, if this is your demeanor, men aren't looking for this. Men will walk right over you to go to the next woman who isn't, who isn't, who doesn't have this mentality. So again, this you're coming out. If you have this on your profile, you're coming out of the gate too hot. You, you just are, um, and that's that's a big ick for men. It just, we just don't deal with people like. This. Not provided for protector, men. Now you can get some, you can get some fuckboys, and they'll they'll be in your DMs and they'll be in your stuff. But that's not what you want, right? Because you said that you're not here for games or be somebody's whatever convenient. Well, what's in your profile will attract those. So while you're spinning the hamster wheel, find trying to wonder why you are attracting all of these people. Like you said at the at the end, um, let's see. Please, have zero tolerance for you or for interest and patience for stupidity or ignorance. So please do those both a favor and don't even ask if you're not interested in the game. But understand that with what's on your profile, that is all you're going to attract. And if you're on that hamster wheel and trying to figure out why you're attracting nothing but fuckboys, it's because that's the energy you're putting out into your profile because real provider protector men will deal with anybody who says that they're very upfront and honest and have no problem saying exactly what's on their mind. Yeah, you may think that's a net good and on the surface, it seems like a net good, but when you're talking about when you're talking about being completely blunt, that means that you really don't give a shit about people's feelings. And of course, there's a time and place not to give a shit about people's feelings, like political debates. But when you're talking about that the way you are, just in life, that's an ick for men, and it's just that's an ick for provider protector men. You'll find fuckboys to deal with, but that's a big that's a big ick. All right, now interested in finding someone who has their shit together But you don't even have your shit together Um, You're in real estate Which you don't make any money at all Especially with having some college and not even a degree You don't make any money in real estate You just don't So you're looking for somebody who has their shit together Because you think you have your shit together Because you're in real estate But, and that's where half of the inseparability comes from Is because the fact that you're in real estate Is because you have to There's a certain element that you have to deal with when you're in real estate, because I, I kind of used to do real estate many, 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 many moons ago. So I understand what what being in real estate entails. So I understand, I do understand where she's coming from. But at the same time, there's no way to be when you're trying to date. Now, when you talk about, um, now you're talking about, you want to find somebody who has a shit together. Well, to what degree are we talking about? Are you talking about you want a provider protector man? You want you talking about you want a high value man? Because if you want a high value man, you ain't gonna get. It. I'm gonna tell you that right now. A high value man aren't looking at you because you're 40. There's nothing. You have nothing to. You're bringing. You're literally bringing nothing to the table. You don't even smile in your. You don't. You don't even smile in your profile pics. But when you talk about a high value man, and you're saying that, and you're saying all of this, and you're not bringing anything, but. Half of a college education and a career and a pleasant career in real estate, and you think a high a high value provider protector man is going to want you? Like, on what in what universe does that even make sense? And what in what aspect of the multiverse does that even does does that even comport with re, with whatever multiverse of reality is? What what? How does this make any sense whatsoever? Well, let's 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 go on. Uh, someone who has time to actually spend with me, not just available on weekends, but with your career in real estate, how much time do you have to dedicate to them? Now you talk about treating them right. And this is where, again, you talk in circles because you, at one point you say you're very upfront. What do you say? What is, and I quote, um, I'm very upfront and honest and I have no problem saying exactly what's on my mind. And then later on in the profile, you say you want to treat somebody right. Like, do you understand what you're talking in circles, ma'am? So again, looking at looking at this profile, I, I I would I would understand why if she doesn't if she doesn't get any responses, I have another sip of it. Uh, that's better. water equals the ice, though. So. But um, I'll understand. I would understand if she doesn't get responses. And why she doesn't get responses is because of what is on this profile. She talks in circles in her uh, in her about. So there's that. Well, we'll ditch that one. Um, this one is actually pretty. I think. Yep. Turn it. Oh, because she's not available. Okay. Well, oh, this one is pretty. Let's see her. Let's move by here. Okay. Oh, uh, she's. Okay, yeah, you know, with a little bit of fashion, with a little bit of fashion teaching, this woman would actually be, you know, she'd be all right. She she would. Heart, heart, uh, she's 40, from Seattle, California. Uh, uh, heart, heart, Seattle's in Washington. I'm pretty, and I'm pretty sure it's because you changed, this, you set the city, but you didn't set the state. So that happens when it happens. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping and praying, that um i'm really hoping and praying that what do i have left okay cool i'm really hoping and praying that you, you literally don't think seattle's in california because you like to live here so that's what that's what that's anyway the geeky girl looking for this thing whoa oh geeky girl looking for the same geeky girl uh oh no oh, that's just a thing guys that's just that was just a, that's just a thing okay i'm going to say right now bottom line up front there is nothing wrong with being geeky. There's not. My own girlfriend is geeky. All right, she's she is she's she's, she's nerdy. That's why I love her because she's nerdy. She has these quirks, and you know, so especially with classes. And, but um, she has these quirks, and she has these. She's like she's a musical. She's a musical prodigy. Um, she's actually taken. She's taken vocal lessons. She's a soprano, so she's a performer. And, you know, she, she's a, she's she's very intelligent, um, given to, she's given to, you know, sporadic freakouts and things like that, but it's explained by the ADHD. But uh, I, I'm, it is what it is. But I love her because she's geeky. And I love her because she's not, she's not a modern woman. She's shy, she's reserved. Um, and I'm not going to say that she knows her places. So that's not the right terminology. But she understands that she has a role in the relationship, just like I have a role in the relationship. And she's good with she's good with fulfilling that role. And she understands that if you know, if I'm for some reason unable to pick up my role because of whatever reason she'll pick it up just like if she can't perform a role for some reason, she knows that I have her back. So she's not like these modern women who are just expecting just, just to take and, take and take and take and take and take, and really not bringing anything to the table. She had something to bring to the table and she had everything that, that, that provider protector man would look for. And that's why I picked her. That's, that's why, and that's how I found, that's what I ended up falling in love with her. But anyway, Back to hard heart because there's nothing wrong with being geeky and as a matter of fact the geeky women the geeky women are usually the ones who who have their stuff together who are good wives and this one she's good. she's not very bad looking she's not and let's go through her profile because let's see if she's really let's see if she's really got it uh, let's see. Uh, she' basic stuff. She has some college. Okay, brown and brown, average body. Yeah, she's she's fat. She's not. Um, she has on hair, and again, single. I'm single, looking for someone to see with me. Uh, okay. I live alone and have my own car, so I can travel. If you're real interested, age not matter. Oh, okay, never mind. But we're just going to forget that I ever get better in that pro because there's something in that bio that, okay, we'll just put that down and just set it aside. Let's see this one. Okay. Um, Vicky P47. She's 47 years old. Um, and, again, selfies, 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 all these selfies, like what in the jumping monkey fuckas though. There's up on all these selfies, right? Selfie, 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 duck lips. I I don't get it with the duck lips, but okay. Uh, Glasses. You know, there are tropes and there are tropes. Like duck lips is one. The selfie with the glasses is just, it's another one, all right? It's almost, it's pretty much played out. But this one's from Bremerton. She's five foot five, single and ready to mingle. Okay, so conversation starters. Anything but politics. Fair enough. Um, I care, but I don't care to talk about it. us uh, oh yeah, I think I did this one already before. So let's see, those us see, like messaging me, a simple lady looking for a simple guy. But I'm here to look for my last date. I just want somebody to spend time with, enjoy life, or you want here? who knows. And am so over 16 years from marijuana and alcohol, and of course, I, quit smoking, I quit smoking cigarettes two years ago, which is, Amazing. See, this is this is what you want on a profile. This is what you want on your profile. You kinda of wanna to touch your accomplishments but a lot like but not go into like education and career goals. You wanna say you wanna you do kinda of wanna say some personal accomplishments because that shows um fortitude. That shows fortitude of character. And if you have these demons that you beat, why not why not let people know that you beat them, right? So this is a good thing. This is a good thing. Deal breaker, smoking, 422, vape, understood. Thanks for taking time to read. Mm-hmm. Um, just want to see, doesn't smoke, doesn't drink, of course. As Christian, she likes the Seahawks football, blue and green, she's a Seahawks fan, cooking and eating. Okay, so this one, she owns a car, no second language, longest relationship, for ten years. Yeah, 47, she's, she's, 47, the wall the has met her already. But it is not a bad. It's not a bad profile. This is a good profile. It's a good profile because again, the it's not about she doesn't make it. She doesn't make it about her and what she wants. It's about her and what she's accomplished personally. If you understand what I'm saying, she's she's accomplished these things personally, and it's a good look on her. And so, again, um, her selfies are kind of. Uh, tropish but you know whatever you, could probably, you can probably look past that um, just because she seems like she seems like I'm and I'm not sure but she seems like she has some things to offer now long-term long-term material not sure but this would be a person to definitely get to know and definitely get to assess whether she has long term potential now again she's forty seven she's not going to have kids so if you want to have kids you' going to want to you're know, gonna want to strive for something younger but if you don't want to have kids and you just want to chill with somebody cool this this looks like the person who would be who would be good this this just put the cards on the table it looks like she would be a good fit and again um looks like she is a bit curvier <laughs> To say it lightly but it's not it doesn't look like the problem is very bad um doesn't have a full body but that's fine um but again if you want to chill out if you want somebody cool to just be with and have fun with and just she looks like she seems like a kind fun of person who would be it would be great to tackle life together that's let's just put it let's just put it that way all right so good profile I would understand if she gets she she does get a lot of responses. Now if, how she filters the responses are up to her. Um let's try the last one. This one. Now, she's pretty, she's blonde on blue. She's from Bopo. Her name is K Hugo. And she's forty three from Baple. Five six. She's exploring options. Let's check her pictures again, Selfie. Uh Selfie. Selfie. This one is not very much a selfie. Um a little heavier, but again, um, let's see, yeah, bathroom selfie. Uh, I'm not sure the bathroom selfie is the thing to put on these profiles. I mean, it's kind of underclassmen if you ask me, but that's just my opinion, right? Bathroom selfies, some people, have, some people like them. I tend to think they're a bit underclassy, but that's just me. Let's see. Yeah, so that's that. Is she even smiling in any of these pictures? Well that was kind of a half smile. This but this picture this picture is cool because like you know, she has a she she is smiling, she has her she has her hair like parted and on her shoulders. Again, a bit of a bigger woman, but we'll go. If the conversation's starters depends on the person I'm not sure what that means but whatever. administration she got a bachelor's degree so she she probably makes about 60 grand a year 60 60 plus maybe 70 about uh, okay Hugo I love reading movies I love reading movies Seattle sports playing board games kayaking and no not much' go there kayaking and just trying to enjoy life in general I have a good job on my own place, I have a great group of family and friends in the area. I'm not looking to jump into a relationship, but I'm also not trying and I'm not into anything casual. I'm happy with the balance of going to festivals, shows, museums, games, etc., and relaxing at home. This is good, but I like it. Okay, so the good is she She what she loves. She loves reading and movies and Seattle sports, and somebody who is into those things would have those things to talk about, or playing board games and kayaking and stuff, right? She has a good job, congratulations on being adult, um, on her own place and have a great group of family. Again, congratulations on being adult. Women, one thing you have to understand when you're making these profiles is that touting the fact that you have a good job and you have a car, that doesn't make you stand out from the rest of the group. That just makes you an adult. What we're looking for, right, we as provider protector men, and what I was looking for when I was searching and then I ultimately found my girlfriend. What I was looking for is, what are, how are you going to enhance my life, right? And I found somebody that did. But looking at this with sort the of eyes of a provider protector man, yeah, you say you have your own place and you have a great group of family. Good, but that doesn't make you stand out from the crowd. And as a matter of fact, there's nothing really about the pictures, even though they're they're good. They're, they're all, most of them are selfies. But um, and the bathroom selfie really doesn't. And it's and it's not because it's a full body. Who cares about that? It's just the fact that it's a bathroom selfie. That's again underclassmen There's nothing really about this that makes you stand out from the rest of the flock. So you would just based on what's in this particular profile, like I would understand they're not getting a whole lot of whole lot of responses. Again, some of the pictures are of her selfies are actually good. But she has too many. And the bathroom, again, the bathroom selfie is a net negative, in my opinion. So, again, some people don't mind the bathroom selfie. I tend to think it's kind of, an end of a kind So that's Maybe I have one, one more. Uh, let's see. Let's try this black woman here. This black woman. Okay. Cool, cool, She is... Weechee, chi 49 from Federal Way. She's five foot five. M straight and sense of humor honest. M straight, sense of humor honest. Okay, let's go through pictures. Uh, This is a selfie. My glasses. Okay. Okay. Two things here. Um, Though the socks and slides aren't really good look. I don't know what it is with socks and flip flops. I tend to think it's not a good look and I'm not I'm not sure what provider protector man thinks of. Lots of flips flip flops on a woman or a good look. This screams grandma, but okay, what else? Um this is another one. Her pictures aren't very flattering, but okay. Let's see what she's got down here in this profile here. Conversation started further into fear. I don't know what that means. A lot of people would be confused by that. She's got a bachelor's degree. She's in healthcare, so chances are she's a nurse or a uh, or some kind of medical. Let's say medical reception. But I would, I would I would think that she's a nurse or a medical technician. Uh, single and serious, want to find somebody to marry. Interested in men long term. By which adventurous, and romantic. Hiking, jogging, cooking, and movies. The good I. You know, um, trying to find something good about this. I, it's, <laughs> why did I pick this profile? Um, so doesn't smoke, drink, so she doesn't do drugs, is Catholic, very ambitious, all kids over 18 undecided if they want children. Mm-hmm. However, she's 49, so the only way she's going to have a child is really to adopt her foster. So that, that is what it is. So the good, um... It's not full of selfies. <laughs> that that counts for anything. Um, the bad and look, I'm sure. I'm really sure you mean well. I. I'm sure you do. However, you just don't put enough information here. Not only that, some of these pictures are like way less than flattering. So again, I rethink some of the lighting situations and some of these angles that you got going. But um, I understand you're working with what you got. But just, uh, yeah, just tap, tap that one down a little bit. And you're about, there's literally nothing in your about, so there's nothing that there's nothing that you're telling people. You're, you're not selling yourself, if that makes sense. You're not advertising yourself well. And in this day where, again, women have to compete because they, they have to compete, whether you like to compete or not is not the question. You have to compete. And when you have to compete against other women, you have to you have to do more than this. Um, You just have to put more than two lines in your about, Because again, this dating, modern dating, and a lot of people don't realize this, I'm going to end the show with this. Modern dating isn't, again, we're not in old time dating. Because if it was old time dating, it was just called dating or old time dating. But we're in modern dating. Dating has evolved, especially with the advent of the internet. Because internet brought something that, that, that was unseen in days prior. See, when I was growing up, and a lot of us Xers were growing up in the 80s, we're listening to Michael Jackson and Prince and that whole thing. And, you know, we were trying to get the girls with the leg warmers and acid wash jeans. You remember that with the big hair with the hairspray. In those days, dating was such that, <clears throat> hold on, let me get a sip of this and I'll get to the story. Thanks. Dating was such that you had to date within a limited circle. Why? Because there was no internet. So there was no way to meet any, if you lived, let's say, because I lived in Los Angeles at the time, there was no way for anybody in Los Angeles to be able to regularly, um, to regularly talk to somebody, let's say in Indio or in Barstow or Needles or something like that, right, or even Oceanside, San Diego. You may go to Oceanside and San Diego Barstow and Needles on, like, a separate family vacation and then meet somebody there. But as far as having a circle that included people who you regularly talk to in Barstow and Needles, first of all, the the prices to call Barstow and Needles and Oceanside San Diego from Los Angeles are astronomical. So even if you did have a friend down there, you rarely call them. Um, and then there's no way to, like, consistently meet people from those stretches of California if you lived in Los Angeles. So you had to date inside your inside your service. The internet changed all of that because it gave us access to people not only in other cities in our state, but across the country in states across the country and countries across the world. So the sphere of dating greatly expanded. Find people from California dating people from Illinois. And people from Florida, and many people from New York. That became a thing. With that, and the furtherance of war, furtherance of pestilence, and things that would ensure a man's early—ensure uh, that, that a man's demise was earlier than a woman's—there became a shortage of men, and now you have to compete not only with women that are in your area for a man that you have your eye on, but possibly women from another state or another country. And if it's the second, if it's the latter ladder, that is a problem. Not exactly women from another state, but definitely women from another country competing for the man that you're looking for. And when you have profiles that only have two lines in your about and you really don't say anything, thinking that you're going to play the passive game, that some other woman is going to swoop in like Batman, take your man, take the man that you had your eye on, and you're just going to be stuck there crying. Why? Because you did take enough initiative, because you're still living in, I'm going to sit back and wait for a man to come scoop me up, when, again, you're dealing with a shortage of men and other women who are competing for them. And then another woman will come in and snap that up with a quickness. And then you're going to be left holding a bag. So again, if you are going to create these profiles looking for some, especially if you're looking for somebody to marry, you had better say a little more than two lines. And that's it. I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, there's, it's Sunday, and there's just some things that I want to wrap up. Thanks for listening. Um, not this week's going to be a short week. I'll try to get in a show or two in the morning. Probably Tuesday. I'll I'll do. A, I don't think I'll do. I may do a Black Friday show. I'm Not going to do a Thanksgiving show. Tomorrow I have a tomorrow. I have to go see some people, so there won't be a show a morning show tomorrow. So it looks like it's going to be Tuesday and Friday and Saturday. I'm going to. I'm definitely going to come back on Saturday. So look for that. If you want to follow me. Just search, just go to your social media, search J the ABC. If, I, if my profile pops up, I'm there. Uh, if I'm not, then I'm not. So go ahead and follow me. Bookmark this bookmark this blog talk radio page. I'm going to be doing this. When things kind of die down and things simmer down in my life and I can do this a little more consistently, then I'm going to do that. Also, I'm a, also if you want to contribute to my efforts, I never, ever ask. I never, ever ask or compel you. Actually, I never compel you to donate to me or anything. But if you like what I do and you wanna keep and you wanna and you wanna to donate to my effort, donate to my cause, then you can. I'm at J Ram um at Cash J Ramsey ABC on Cash App. So if you wanna send me a buck or two, hey, I wouldn't I'm not compelling you to do it. But if 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 that's what's on your heart to do, I will whole, I wholeheartedly thank you. You don't have to do it. I'm not compelling you to do it. But, you know, if you if that's something that you wanna do and mm-hmm. awesome. I wholeheartedly accept it with the deepest and deepest of gratitude. Even if it was like fifty cents or a dollar or something, I don't, I don't. It's not the amount. It's the thought that you like myself. You like myself so much that you want to that you want to donate to the cause. So that's what that is. So let's not get that part twisted. Thank. You. Um. This is Jay Ramsey ABC. I'm signing off. I'll be back this week. Follow my Facebook for more information on that. And I am done. Maybe stay.